0: Warning: This podcast may contain spoilers for whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous.
1: Yo, what's going on? I am Scoot Bronson,
0: and I am Dot Foster.
1: That's right, and you tuned into another episode of Viewers Anonymous, where we give you our very own takes and reviews of movies and TV straight out of Hollywood. What's going on with you, my guy?
0: Man, it's been a long week, man. Long, long week. But uh, you know what I'm saying? I was ready to get this party in, though, man. This is a uh, I am always very interested to hear what's going to come from you. I don't think people understand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think people understand when I, when when I say like, you know, when we say we do pre-production and all that type of shit, like, it ain't really pre-production. we just giving y'all, like, like those are the key mm-hmm. words. You know, that, that shit sounds professional, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, that ain't what we're doing. Yeah. Like, we're really just cutting the shit up, and then we just start potting, So, I don't be knowing what's coming, so <laughs> I am very all. interested to in what the hell you gonna say. I mean, we, we don't, we started, don't,
1: that's the crazy part, because we really don't discuss the pod at all.
0: No. <laughs> <We don't>. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what though, it's oh, great baby. because it be real reaction you know what i'm saying don't nothing be mm-hmm. fake on here there ain't no fake laughter it's just like yo like it is what it is everything is authentic so i think that's something yeah. that's needed in the podcast space like you can't pre do this shit and then try to do it over again but man how you feeling man everything been Absolutely. good with you uh, man,
1: I'm feeling well-rested, man. Um, This weather, man, has been kicking my ass, you know what I'm saying? One minute it's 66 degrees outside, the next minute it's 32. And then turn around, and be 19. Next thing you know, we back up in the 70s, so I'm just trying my best to uh stay alive at this point. I ain't no telling what's going on out here, man. Uh, Trying to stay warm, man, trying to cool off at the same time, I guess.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's understandable, man, like, but, you know what I'm saying, it's a little different down here. You no, know, we we uh yeah we busting out we busting out the shorts. You know what I mean? I'm about to pull I the tank it, top man. back out. You know, it it's hitting it's hitting by eighty down. Yeah, so we, we you on the ice. I I think I'm gonna have to
1: I think I'm gonna have to uh have to eventually move down south though. Somewhere where it's <laughs> always warm at. <laughs> the, the I, I don't do well in cold weather, bro. I really don't.
0: Man, I thought you would be used to it by this point. This shit is the worst.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've, I mean, I'm used to it, but it's just like, shit. How much more can a nigga take, man? You know what I'm saying? At this point, bro, I just, I just want to be, I just want <laughs> to be in shorts out there. Like, when I be at home, I got to turn my heat all the way up in the house just to be able to be comfortable and wear my shorts. You know what I'm saying? And shit like that. Like, bro, I don't like wearing pants for real. I like wearing shorts
0: no nah, i feel you i feel you i'm i'm really i'm really the same way but yeah man it's it's a different animal up there it's a very mm-hmm. different animal mm-hmm. and then like i don't have like i don't have like the clothes for that type of weather like i remember when i had went up there um i had went up there in january a couple of years back. Yeah. I, like, I went up there in bands. Well, not even expected. Because, so, dude, you know what I'm saying? I'm here. I get on a plane, fly to day in, and then I get off. let fucking snow everywhere. And I ain't bring no boots. That was me. <laughs> it's like, I'm out there some goddamn bands. <laughs> it's like, feet cold as hell. It's like, yo, this is some bullshit. But uh, yeah, but yeah, man, yeah. It yeah, yeah. Work, yeah. It's different. Yeah, it's 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 different, it's Ooh. different. So yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? Come down to uh come down south, man. It's it's uh it's but I will say it's it's about to get hot. It's about to get hot. But the weather, yeah, the only problem is That's it's the, just like, like you that. said, it you have to kind of really check the weather. I mean, you probably do too, but it's just like uh-huh. because they was talking about it on the news saying like, yo, like like all week it's like mid seventies and like one day it's supposed to hit the eighties, but then like Saturday's supposed to come and like the highs, like the like sixty or some shit. Like it it changed like so mm-hmm. dramatically when it, it'll just drop twenty degrees on your ass for no reason. So but it is what it I'm, is. I'm
1: with that. Like I'm with the spontaneous twenty degrees, like just out of nowhere. I'm not with it when you know what I'm saying? Two days out the week is 20 degrees, and then you know what I'm saying? You get maybe a week where it's 60 something, maybe 70, and then it drop back into the 30s. And then you know, you might get a day of the 40s, then it hits you with another 20 degree day. And then, like Sunday, you know what I'm saying, is a quarter flip.
0: <laughs> Not a quarter flip, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's rough out here, man. <laughs> I can only um,
1: imagine. But man, listen. Speaking of uh speaking of shorts, man, you know what I'm saying? I would also, you know what I'm saying, like to mention that, you know, so one of the main characters of the movie we're about to talk about War Shorts. Um and for those of you all who don't know what we're talking about, uh we are covering one of the most classic movies of the nineties, starring Jennifer Lopez, John Voigt, Ice Cube. Um we talk about Anaconda. Of the, day, man. Um, the the one of the first movies, or maybe the first movie, that a black man survived the horror scenario. Um this was a rough one. Um because for me, I enjoyed it first and foremost of the fact that Ice Cube being in this movie, uh, being the only black man in this movie but he wasn't like uh he wasn't like the stereotypical or like typecast black man you know what I'm saying like dude was like the honest living you know what I'm saying honest working black man he was a, he was the, the camera guy which I thought mm-hmm. was dope you know what I'm saying you know we don't especially in that time we didn't get too many of those roles um there it wasn't a lot of us uh, um in those type of scenarios and so you know, we get a chance to see that um, Jennifer Lopez is married to, I believe, dude was like a doctor or um, something like that. And they were going on this. Uh, I forgot what they was initially supposed to be doing.
0: But they, they whatever was it doing, was, they
1: ended up on this rap. Great.
0: They was doing a documentary. Uh, they wasn't married but Terry was a filmmaker and um they they got on the raft because they were doing a um documentary on uh some kind of tribe I forget which tribe it was but that's what they were doing that's what their initial thing yeah. was was to film a documentary oh that's right cuz that's when they met John
1: Voight and he was uh he told them that he can get them to the uh the the tribe or whatever quicker Cause they was about to take some weird ass route or whatever. And, um, this is the thing about Don Voight, right? He he was he has never been sketchier to me in the movie than, than in the <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what it is. I it, it may be the horrible accent, it may be the fact that he had a ponytail in his movie, but. He was he was just like super super sketchy, bro. Like I don't I just I don't understand how they could see him and be like, Yeah, he probably knows where to go. I'm not going to the Amazon in Brazil and following the white man with a ponytail anywhere, first and foremost. <laughs> and second <laughs> and second, bro, like it just gets to the point to where you got to you gotta be careful when you are doing, you know what I'm saying, like these type of adventures and these type of trips. Because it's like you you don't know where you at. You got a whole group of people with you. Now this is the thing. I know one of the dudes was audio. I know mm-hmm. Ice Cube was the cameraman. I know the one the foreign the the European dude, he was supposed to be like West the narrator Ridge. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, he was supposed to be. Who was also who was also the villain in Jumanji, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> um, and then the chick, I forgot what she did, but what did she do?
0: Well, she was really kind of assisting him, uh, assisting Gary with the with the audio, with the sound. right?
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because so they was boyfriend and girlfriend or something like that, wasn't it?
0: Nah, but he he just wanted to smash because it, it like cause it well, was he
1: definitely, he definitely was getting a freak on with it.
0: Yeah, yeah, because like when they when they was uh when they first started selling off, he was just like, "Yo, I don't." Mm-hmm. He was like, "I don't know what it is about the jungle," but he was like, "Man, I only got one thing on my mind right now." And like she just kind of like rolled her eyes, and then like when they had went out like getting some sounds from the from the jungle and whatnot, when that hog had, yeah. oh, that Borg had came after them, you know what I'm saying that's when she was finally about to give them some, and then that damn Borg came out. And my man, I shot it in between the eyes, but you know what I'm saying. we'll, we'll get there though.
1: Absolutely, See, pork ain't good for you, man. Messed everything up. Um, <laughs> so going back, going back seeing this, man. What was your, uh, what was your, what was your thought?
0: Well, I got two. Um, number one, when it comes visually, personally, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. They did a, a great job um to me the snake looked real like even when it comes to yeah. the things of like when when they had did the whole thing when it went up the smokestack and like they had set it on fire like yo that shit looked so real like I think they did a phenomenal job with all of that type stuff and it still holds up to this day and it's crazy because with all of the technology that we have now you would think, that I haven't watched, watched any of those newer Anaconda movies that they came out with, but I've seen, like, you know what I'm saying, A little mm-hmm. shit from here and there, and they all got worse. And that yeah, that tells the you, like,
1: terrible, sure.
0: yeah, and, and, the, and the crazy part is, you would think, like, with the technology of the CGI, that it would get better, but that's why I think that the people that was actually doing this shit back then, they were more talented in doing what they were doing than the people just doing shit on a computer. Uh And it's just like, I don't know if they don't have the right software or what. But this damn, and these Anacondas in this movie, this shit looked really, really good. So that's the first thing, just to see that it still holds up. The second thing is, haven't we learned that you should never... And this is the weirdest way to do it. First of all, don't pick up hitchhikers. Second of all, how can you pick up a hitchhiker in the middle of a fucking Amazon where the dude said he, he, yo, like, are you serious? You serious? There's a dude just hanging out. You know what I'm saying? And and y'all just let him just jump on y'all fucking boat come on, man. This, this is this is insane. They could have came up with a better excuse because to get him on have there. Some information. But they didn't even really... Because informa- it was more like he said that he was broken down. He was like, yo, can y'all help me? I'm broken down. Whatever, whatever. And so, you know, he's playing a nice guy. Thank y'all for picking me up and all this type of shit. And then, they tell him what they're doing, and now all of a sudden, he got a better mm-hmm. route. Yeah, we no, just no, met really. you, like, I, my I, dude. To me,
1: that just yeah, that that type of shit don't make sense. Like, first off, I'm not trusting nobody whose boat broke down. to tell me how <laughs> to nowhere. <laughs> like, nigga, your boat don't even work. How you gonna show me how to get somewhere? You can't even get your boat that right. <laughs> I'm just saying, like. <laughs> to me, man, like it—that's one of those things about movies like this. Like the setups on these said man. They sometimes they believable, but sometimes it's like, come on, fam. Just the motherfucker you trusting? Out of everybody, yeah. you trust, you trusting this
0: motherfucker? Like, come on, bro. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Cause it's just like that yo, accent like, no. would have
1: threw me off instantly.
0: Yeah, it's yeah that that part of it. Like there there could have been a different kind of way, man, because it's like Mateo knew who he was. It's like Mateo couldn't just be like, Mm -hmm. yo, like I know this is last minute, but you know, this guy, he knows the river really well. You know, I'm just gonna let him ride with us. You know, he could share a room with me, whatever the case may be, but like he has to be a hitchhiker on another boat that boat broke down. That that right. part that part right there, I felt that, that that part could have been better. But going back and watching it, man, like this is a movie that I watch every so often anyway because I thought I thought it was just really really good. Mm-hmm. And then like it has you now, obviously like because you know I googled it, they're not as big as this movie made them, but they're still like fifty feet though, like they're still big as fuck. Like it's it's not. So I mean I think they probably added like two like fifteen to twenty feet to it, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's still crazy to think that there's snakes. Hey, but the all time line, but Ice Cube when they, when they rolled out that thing, Ice Cube said, the snake's "This makes out here this big." When they are you talking about when they found the skin? Yeah. And then, even that whole scenario was even crazy in the first place because it's like, so there's just this boat that's abandoned in the middle of nowhere. And how they even got in the situation, hold on, let me reverse this shit real quick. So, how they even got in this damn yeah. situation is, so what's my man's name? Uh, the doctor dude. So, Kale. So, Kale, they, they get the damn boat. The uh, rope got stuck in the repeller. So, he has to go down there and cut them loose. Go down there. Wasp gets stuck in his mouth. So, to the point where he couldn't breathe. Uh, they got hooked blood.
1: See? Time I'm
0: sorry. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> at, at any point in time, it was time to turn around and just say fuck this whole trip. Was the fact that they had a wasp who could swim. Nigga, it's like, that's not nothing you ever fuck with, bro. They got a watch who could swim in water, my nigga? It's, it's time to go, bro. Did you see how big that motherfucker was when they pulled it out? Like, come on, bro. It's time to go, man.
0: I mean, this is... This tr- nigga well, literally remember, got stung because he choked on the walk. This is true, but remember when when that happened, they was like, fuck the documentary at this point. They was like, yo, we need yeah. to get him to a hospital. So Mm. they do the little trait thing, and so they were like, all right. So they listen to Sarone because he's telling them, yo, if we go this way and this way, you know what I'm saying, Mm. we'll get to the hospital a whole lot faster. So then they riding. Now, while they riding, he's convincing motherfucking uh, Gary, yo, you know how much money. You can get. No, 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 this was after. No, excuse me. So they riding, taking the route that he said is the fastest to get to a hospital. So then all of a sudden, this fucking uh, bridge or whatever is just in the middle of the way that you said this is the fastest way to get there. And so you come up with a brilliant idea. Yeah. And you say, yo, this is the fastest way to go. And then he put Oh, this is new. The fuck you mean? <laughs> this is new. <laughs> what you? This is new, and this is your solution, Man. right? Your solution is, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? Get this dynamite, blow this bitch up, and we keep it pushing. Mm-hmm. Hold up, you telling me this whole time we picked you up, you just got sticks of dynamite just in your book bag?
1: That's that's what I'm saying, bro. This nigga is the most. He may be the most shadiest character in TV his. I mean, in TV and movie history.
0: Hey, dude. And, and speaking of that, see, you never watched him in Ray Donovan. <laughs> you watched him in Ray Donovan. <laughs> it, it makes a whole lot more sense now, cause he ain't nothing but a shady ass dude in Ray Donovan too. So, yeah. shout out to John
1: John Voight, man. I believe that's um Angelina Jolie's dad.
0: Yeah, yeah, not believe she is, and the, which is kind of weird sometimes. But as of late, I can see it. Yeah. But like, that's when she started doing the chain. dude. Honestly, the last time, well, the best time in my opinion, she ever looked was goddamn Bone Collector. Like she was like a goddess to uh, me. I was gonna say Mr. Ben, Mr. Smith. That's why, to me, that's the last time she really looked good because like. Because yeah. when she got into that gaunt in sixty-second phase, like I don't know what happened to her. Like she like lost all this weight in the face. She looked like in Tomb Raider though yeah. too. No Tomb Raider, then, yeah, Tomb Raider was fire for sure. Yeah, then she just kind of fell off, and this I I don't know. It's because she's getting older. She's starting to look more like him, and that's not a good thing. So so then he comes. <laughs> so he comes up with the idea. All right, Gary, come on, we're gonna go blow this bitch up, right? So. Nobody think that it's odd. Because he did say, yo, let's turn around and we lose two days. All right. Mm-hmm. We're gonna turn around and lose two days. Like there, there's a reason. <laughs> there's a reason why this shit is here, yo. Like, we you know it, so anyway, they blow this motherfucking thing up. Snakes ar- and the everywhere, all over the place, all over the damn. That's red flag number three. Boat. Yes. And then the way he reacted, he was just like, Oh, dude, look at the babies and oh, you gotta go, baby, and all that type of stuff. And then one got on Red Westbridge hand and he's biting his hand and he's sitting there watching it, saying, This is a leader right here. <laughs> it's like, the Man. Hey, it's like nah. Hey, yo, you know, he was ready,
1: this? he was ready to whoop on Westridge though for for hurting the flake.
0: Yeah, but he he wasn't fucking with hey West I like Westbridge but hey that motherfucker said <laughs> Westbridge said when he told Westbridge to go up there and go drive the boat he said how dare mm-hmm. you to presume to order me about <laughs> <laughs> hey, that shit get me every time but that shit is hilarious to me <laughs> and then like when um. When uh and what I liked about ice cube character was the fact that like he was so la like he was so ice cube. I think ice cube went into this shit with two conditions. It's like yo, I'm from LA and I'm not dying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was LA hey. as could be. You
1: might have might be right.
0: I'm telling you, dude, he he was literally ice cube, you know what I'm saying, on a boat. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So he was playing, you know what I'm saying? He was playing some uh uh some Mac 10, you know what I'm saying? Yep. <laughs> and then Westbridge yeah, Westbridge trying to go, he go turn his music down, he was like, hey, touch my radio. So then he was like, Man, turn that mess off or whatever. And so then he had turned it back up and then Westbridge came back. He acted like he was gonna stab him. And he was like, he said, I pay you this much for you to turn it down. He was like, Oh, I'll just kill you instead. <laughs> and West Bridge walked off and said, You want one on me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Westbury, Reed's a little hard man. He's a little hard. He said, You want one on me. I thought that was funny. But um, so they blow up this damn, this damn thing. And they're just like, yo, every sign is telling you. Yo, we, we don't need to be following this dude's lead, man. Like, we do not be follow, following this lead. So, the lead up to the point yeah, I was trying to it say. There's was, was red flags everywhere. Everywhere. So, now they riding through, and you see this abandoned boat, and when they blew the bridge up, it knocked down all of their fucking drums of gas. So, now, yep. they got one drum of gas left.
1: Another stupid ass. That was so fucking stupid, bro. Why would you yeah, have to boat that like,
0: close to the fucking dynamite? That close? That's what I'm saying. Like, why the fuck y'all didn't back that shit up even more? So that was another yeah. red flag that y'all wasn't y'all wasn't smart. So then they get through and they go to the boat. It ain't got no fucking what's name on it. No or fuel on it. But he was like, yo, let's take this, this thing <laughs> that he just said, just treasures. So It's like okay, right. so they get back to the boat and then he's flipped like uh, and that's when they lost uh, Mateo. Mateo got snatched up, mm-hmm. so then West Ridge, West Ridge had the best lines in here, yo. I'm telling you, so they sitting there and they're like, yo, Mateo, Mateo, all this type of shit. so they was like, uh, so they said that you know, Mateo's dead and then. Uh what's her name in here? I keep forgetting her damn name, J Lo name. So uh so Terry's like, no, we're gonna stay here and wait for him. And then <laughs> Westbridge said, What do you think he's doing? Taking a walk in the woods. <laughs> but for real, it's like, yo, obviously something happened to this motherfucker. Why the fuck did he didn't come back? And then Danny found his fucking his light. So obviously something happened to this dude. So let's get up out of here. And she's right. like, nah, let's sit here and wait for him. And so then he rolls out the fucking thing, saying this is and the skin and all this type shit. And Ice Cube said, Snake's he this beat. And then <laughs> <laughs> and so then they're like, okay. Then he starts talking to Gary. And then he convinced Gary, yo, we can get a million dollars to trap one of these bad boys alive. And that Gary now got brainwashed that goddamn quick. And it's just like, okay, so you telling me it takes one little conversation and you throw out the term a million dollars, and then now you're willing to fuck fuck my man Cole. Fucking him to the hospital. I mean Kale, fuck Kale about getting him to the hospital. Mm-hmm. We already now said fuck the documentary. Now we're catching a fucking snake? Come on, man. Question.
1: How How much would it take you to go catch that snake?
0: you <laughs> funny. What, what the <laughs> money going to do for me? What the money going to do for me if I'm goddamn, I get wrapped up and I get to feel the pleasure of listening to my bones shattered. Because it's holding me tighter than my true love. <laughs> and, and this <laughs> motherfucker eat me <laughs> while I'm still alive and shit. Hell no. Nah. You, you got the
1: whole you got the whole squad with you. You got everybody on the boat with you, including Mateo. How much would it cost? I mean, how much would it take for you to try to catch the snake? Man, listen,
0: it, what, what my job description is at this point? Am I am I just the captain and I'm just sitting there watching y'all motherfuckers do it?
1: Hey, what whatever it takes for you to catch him. <laughs>
0: hey, but I don't know, but I like money and all, but that's that's a tough question. I mean, because for number one, you can't you can't guarantee my safety on this, and to see how this whole shit panned out is just like I don't know, my boy. I don't know. I don't know if there's a number that's going to get me to go out there because first of all there are fucking mosquitoes that can kill your ass in the Amazon. Snake might not even be my damn issue.
1: Apparently everything in that motherfucker can kill you.
0: That's what I'm saying. So it's like nah. It ain't no money. (laughs) It ain't no money. I ain't going to lie, man. Five
1: million I'd have gave it a shot.
0: <laughs> yeah, like one of them wasps will get your ass and you're gonna come back with a hole Girl in your no, throat.
1: I'd have never gotten that goddamn water. <laughs> you got me fucked up. If, if that, if whatever the motor on the boat, we'd have got, we'd have made some paddles, nigga. We'd have been paddling <laughs> like the Vikings, I'd have never been in that motherfucker water. No, 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 no. Fuck, nah, that's the setup. Uh, if I ever seen one, first off, you can't see through the water. The water muddy. Ain't no telling what's in that motherfucker. Even if you didn't know about the snake, I'd have been worried about an alligator or something like anything, bro. It was too much going on.
0: Man, there might be some piranhas down there, man. Shit. That too. But, yeah, it just like it's just like after. I mean you that was really the turning point of the movie when they blew up that damn bridge. It was just like, yeah, that's when mm-hmm. that's when everything went down here from that point. And then the like the, the wild part about ice cube even surviving this shit is the fact that this motherfucker got wrapped up twice in this bitch and still didn't die. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ice Cube is the codest. He's the codest for that. Like we be talking about yeah, Friday. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? We talk about uh, boys in the hood, higher learning, you know what I'm saying? Triple X. Yo, we need to be talking about Anaconda. This motherfucker got wrapped up by two Anacondas and did not die. Come on, man.
1: That's what I be trying to tell people, man. They can't, Remember, I told you they put that meme out saying it was LL J. It definitely wasn't LL J, man. I've been telling people for the longest, bro. It was Ice Cube. He was the first one to survive that shit. You know what I'm saying? And and not only that, he killed the motherfucker.
0: True. All right. So since you brought that up, would you rather deal with some smart ass motherfucking sharks or an anaconda? Mm-hmm. Which one?
1: Definitely an anaconda. I'm not. I don't want to. You. All right. So. I'm I'm going anaconda only because you got you got uh, even if it's a slim shot you have a shot with an anaconda right with the shorts you don't have a shot because all they got to do is get you in the water and nice your ass once you're in the water it ain't what you could do
0: and in you know the situation I mean? I that. Yeah, but like like the situation like, that they were in, the situation that they was in in Deep Blue Sea, like being that far under the water and they had to make their way up, so you had to deal with them. Because it's easy to be like, all right, well, I'm not mm-hmm. getting in the water. Boom, I'm safe. But like the being in the situation that they were in in Deep Blue Sea, it's like, okay, the only way to get to the top is we had to fuck with these motherfucking sharks. Not only do we have to fuck with them, mm-hmm. Doc and I made these motherfuckers smart as fuck because she done made their brains bigger. The reason I would go uh-huh. sharks is for the simple fact of like if we're talking about it depends. If, if, if I know that I'm guaranteed see that's the thing. I just don't want to get wrapped up by one of these motherfucking anacondas, man. Because the thing is you're going inside that snake alive with all of your bones, ribs, you know what I'm saying? Shoulders, collarbone, all this shit is squished the fuck up to the point where, you know what I'm saying? That, you know what I'm and saying? Like, you're you gonna, gonna, you gonna be paralyzed way before that, bro. Well, this is the thing, though, man. You're gonna feel it. That shark bite you one time, you're done. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna nah, feel nah, shit. You're
1: gonna, you gonna drown and you're gonna feel the motherfucking shark bite.
0: Man, listen. I'm taking in as and
1: much
0: water as I can. Shot. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's quicker. Take me out quicker. Nah, I don't think so, bro. Man, so, so bro. you telling me you rather get wrapped up in this motherfucker? Sweet, man. Did you see? Did you see Samoan face when they wrapped his ass up and his and his cheekbone popped out? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Come on, man. You trying to feel that? But I'm saying you seen
1: you seen you seen how it straight, though. It went straight for the head and and killed it off.
0: Man, listen. That motherfucker when that when, when that snake spit his ass out, the motherfucker winked at her ass, yo. That was crazy. That was one of the all-time oh, scenes. But, but like not this movie, man. It's it's so it's so wild because I remember seeing a trailer for this joint. And when West Ridge <clears throat> Had went to that damn waterfall, and that damn snake yeah. stuck his head in there, and that motherfucker jumped out, and that bitch caught him mid air. Mm-hmm. Man, come on! You want to talk about hard? That's one of the coldest movie scenes that nobody talk about. Absolutely, absolutely.
1: And when they when they caught him, it, it wrapped him up after it him. Him up. That was the crazy part. That was the crazy part. But you want to know what though? You you brought up a great you uh brought up a great point earlier about how this movie had kind of, you know what I'm saying, like stood the test of time. And I think that um it did so because of the fact that there was no CGI. And you know what I'm saying, like to me, it, it put me in the mind of, of how Jurassic Park is, right? Because they got the animatronics. And so, like, to me, I think the, that they did such a great job with the animatronics. And you got this, like, realistic-looking animal instead of, you know what I'm saying, like this kind of real clean-cut-looking digital animal. With the animatronic snake, not only did it, you know what I'm saying, did it make the noise and they had the hissing and all that and the the movement but because of the fact that it was you know i'm saying because of the fact that it was a physical thing that they could work with i think that it was a little bit easier to get the movements down to be able to do certain stuff with it to be able to have it react a certain way and you know i'm saying like have it hold and then strike and stuff like that i thought that Mm -hmm. excuse me i thought that seeing that is it kind of give you the same feeling of jurassic park you know i'm saying the way to the dinosaurs move the way they, you know what I'm saying, do like little ticks and react and, you know what I'm saying, they hear something and their heads go up and shit like that like a real animal. And I think, you know what I'm saying, like having those actual people working those machines and, you know what I'm saying, doing all that, it gave it a very, very realistic um feel to the movie, you know what I'm saying, when you've seen it. It didn't feel like, oh, this is, you know what I'm saying, like this is some shit they just You know, so like putting a movie to make it look a certain way or or have it react a certain way, like this was something that you could really look at and be like, oh shit, like this motherfucker is 100 percent real. Like I guarantee you, if you go look at that, if you go look at um like if they had that in like a museum or something to go see, you would think that motherfucker was real if you didn't know it was animatronic. Like if they if they just coiled it up and just set it there. And like behind a glass case and shit, you would think that that was a real snake.
0: Everything you're saying is true. There was only one part of the film, which I get why they did it. I get why they did it. But mm-hmm. it was only one scene where it did not look real. And that's but, when they showed the snake swimming through the water. And you can see Gary's body inside of the snake like mm-hmm. that was the only time it was like yeah yeah this is fake as fuck but did we really need it mm-hmm. i don't think we needed it but i get why they put it in there to show you the significance of like yeah look at look at this this human body that is inside this damn snake and we're going to show you his imprint you know what i'm saying swimming through the water so but that was really because even right. even when west ridge got caught up you could see the cgi But it wasn't terrible. Like, it was really, really good. But, like, it was just that one time. But it was was like
1: slight CGI, though.
0: Yeah. But it it still looked good. It it passes the test of time, like you said. But Mm -hmm. for them to be able to do this this well with this movie coming out in 97, so they had to film probably, you know what I'm saying, in 96. For them to be able to do that, then. And to see, like, some of the movies that they come up with now when it comes to, like, certain animals or whatever the case may be, it's like, yo, like, how how did they get this shit better then? Like, that's that whole question of, like, how did some of the horror movies that came out in the 70s and 80s, how does some of them look better than the horror movies that come out today? It's like, yo, that's crazy. We got better blood now. We got better technology mm-hmm. now. It's like how did they get this shit right back then? And I think that's just I think it's just talent. And I think the people who worked on this film that too. And, that too. Yeah, I think everybody that worked on this film as far as like dealing with the with the makeup and everything that they needed for the snake, um, they killed that shit, man. Like they they really did. But that one scene though, it was just that one, and I'm not here to kill it or whatever. Mm-hmm. I get why they put it in there because it's more I think it with them showing that, I think that gives you that fear factor of like really thinking about being inside of it. What did you think about when, when, um, when John when you know what I'm saying, when they was eating his ass and they showed you the inside of the snake's mouth and they showed you his body being, you know what I'm saying, pushed up in there? I thought they did good with that too.
1: No, I think they like I told you with the with the whole anaconda in general, I think they did an amazing job. Them actually showing us the anaconda eat, eating something, I think was even more so a testament of how well, you know what I'm saying, that they were with the actual snake. Um, the same way when we watch Jurassic Park and the Tyrannosaurus Rex actually bite somebody and you see it swinging the person's body around, like you see that and it, it gives you that that's why that's why I'm saying like it gives you that sense of of a real physical entity inside the movie. And um, watching that, I kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like, especially when I seen this shit, I was young. So, like, me seeing this shit, I was like, yeah, I'm definitely not fucking with snakes from here on no. out. Like, this shit fucked up my whole, anything that, that I could have had with a snake was over with watching this shit. Because of the fact that I seen, like, this this huge ass snake doing all of this shit. And it wasn't like it was like this huge, slow monster. It was like this motherfucker was fast. Not only that, it was hunting them the whole movie. Like, that's the thing that freaked me out, too, was the fact that they were getting hunted by this snake throughout the whole movie.
0: That's because they pulled their babies.
1: But that, too, I'm just saying. But just in general, like, if you think of the writing of this movie, like especially going back and rewatching it and thinking about like everything that happened and how they pieced this together, they did a great job of this story because you don't like you don't think of a snake being a predator like you think of like how you would see like the lion or you know what I'm saying a wolf or you know what I'm saying something like a maybe a bear or something like that. You don't think of a snake being in that sense of you know what i'm saying being a, a apex predator and so when we see this movie you you realize like oh shit like snakes are fucking dangerous you know what i'm saying like you may see you know like these people at this point in time may have seen the garden snake here or there you know who knows but at this point like when this shit came out this shit had to fuck with you you know what I'm saying? just like when lake plastic came out i'm sure people were not fucking with alligators you know what I'm saying? But seeing this, like this turn, this, this made you rethink everything about snake. It had to because of the fact that this snake was what 20, 30 feet long and it's it's moving at fucking 50 miles per hour, it's fucking snapping that motherfuckers. I mean it's it's wrecking the boat, it's trapping the motherfuckers in the boat, it's uh it's wrapping motherfuckers up and breaking bones. It's, I mean it's doing all kinds of things that we're not used to, you know what I'm saying, seeing a snake do, or we're just not privy to what a snake does. And then finally seeing this shit on the big screen like this shit, it is it's enough to really make you immerse yourself into the movie and create that fear that makes it such a good I wouldn't say totally a horror movie, but to give you that good suspense slash thriller type film. I think that they do a great job with the fear aspect of it by showing you this big ass snake that's not just super huge, but that motherfucker is fast. Like you can't run from it, you can't hide from it, you can't really do do much do too much of anything. You know what I'm saying? Opposing of, of it because I mean it, it can pretty much just take you out without. You know what I'm saying? Like I mean, without a sweat for real.
0: Also, in my opinion. I don't think the snakes were ever in the wrong. The female and the male. I'm going to tell you why. Absolutely not. So, at the beginning, the film started with, you know what I'm saying, when I got Danny trail. Uh, you know what I'm saying, um, it started with him and he's running from it, gets to the top of the thing, he kills himself, which I would have done the same um, if I knew that they had me dead to rights. Mm-hmm. But, when you look at the picture that Saron had put you know it had him Danny Terrell and Mateo all you know in the picture holding this Anaconda so obviously those Anaconda Mm -hmm. like oh okay y'all fucking with us you know what I'm saying so I'm gonna fuck with you so they kill old dude in the very beginning of the movie then Mm -hmm. once they had blew up the snakes you know what I'm saying they blew up their nest or whatever whatnot. they're like oh okay you fucking with us? I'm gonna eat your motherfucking ass. Yeah. Them snakes, them anacondas were mm-hmm. not worried about their ass until they started fucking with them. All right? So them, the anacondas, they, they're, they were just defending their territory. They're like, y'all wanna come fuck? Because, man, remember they showed it hunting? This motherfucker ate a goddamn Black Panther about this bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were just mm-hmm. fine with going hunting, eating the animals that they normally eat, but. I'll, y'all fucking with me and my family. So I'm gonna take y'all motherfucking ass out. So I don't think I don't think the enticondas are wrong in this movie. Cause they went fucking with them. So they went and took the ass out. Well I tried to anyway. As many as they could. Nah, I I totally
1: agree with you, man. I feel like first and foremost, you know what I'm saying? Like anytime you see like these videos of people going out to these places where these wild animals are and you know what I'm saying, like end up getting eaten or bitten or clawed up or anything like that. Like, that's absolutely your fault. First and foremost, you do not belong here. Like, I don't understand why people, you know what I'm saying, go to these places and expect these animals, you know what I'm saying, not to attack them or you know what I'm saying, not to feel threatened or whatever. Like, this is what happens when you go around wild animals that don't know shit about humans, that's not domesticated, that that never smelled you before. they probably hungry as shit at the time you go in to see them. What do you expect? They wild fucking animals. This is their nature. They're supposed to attack if they feel threatened, they will fuck you up. that's just like the people that go walking in the trails in California and they be like, "Oh man, you know what I'm saying? It's a, a fucking cougar, I seen a fucking cougar." Yeah. Cuz that's what the fucking cougars are supposed to be. <laughs> not you. You're not just because it's a fucking trail on me, walk take your ass on somewhere. You think the cougar just gonna fucking let you walk through? No, fuck that. You're in the cougar's habitat, sir.
0: Man, that's just like that's just like now, man. Like we cut we cutting down all of these woods, all of these forests and shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what do y'all expect like deers and shit to do? Like that's their habitat. So now you're starting mm-hmm. to see more often deers just being in people's front yards and shit. Because we are cutting down all the yeah. trees. They ain't got nowhere to fucking go. So it's just like, Absolutely. yeah, they're gonna yeah, so like they they're they're just as, as confused as, as we are when we see they motherfucking ass. Right. So they like, yo, like I used to be able to run around this bitch and now I can't. So yeah, exactly. yeah, I think I think I think that it, yeah, they went, they focused on that now that wasn't the tensions. it's just crazy, and they even mentioned this in the film. Um I, I, if I'm not mistaken, Ice Cube said it. He was like, "Yo, how do we go from you know what I'm saying filming a documentary, taking Kel to the hospital, to catching a goddamn snake?" That's what he
1: said. <laughs> so it, it's like, yeah, like, yeah.
0: You know, you know, Ice Cube was so dope in this movie. He was so himself, man. Like he was Absolutely. so himself, man. And that that was made. I think he went in there, told them like, "Yo, because you got to think like '97, okay." He came out, he came out the box 91 with a hit, motherfucking playing doughboy and boys in the hood. Mm -hmm. Then let me see. So, 90, so Friday came out in 95. If I'm not mistaken, I think Higher Learning came out in 95 too. So, he got good movies under his belt, and I just think that you know. Death certificate was hitting. You know what I'm saying? Lynch mob was, was doing this thing. So they're like, hey, this dude is hot. Let's put Ice Cube in this movie. And I thought Ice Cube went in there like, yo, I'm going to be me. I'm going to talk like me. And I'm not dying. And they was like, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? We Can we give you some close calls? Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He had two close calls. We got wrapped up twice. You know what I'm saying? But he did not die. So, I
1: thought that was, this was really cool. This was a time for not just Ice Cube, but you got to remember, this was a time for J-Lo, too. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? This was around her, like, her, you know what I'm saying, Um, her her entrance into stardom. You know what I'm saying? She was Her music career was jumping off. By this time, she probably had to be in, what, two or three movies already? You know what I'm saying? She was on Money Train. She was in um, Selena. Like, yeah, Selena, Selena came had, out the same year. This, well, yeah, they, they came out the same year. So, like, she was actually doing some things at this time, right? And mm-hmm. I think that was the draw of it all, was the fact that you had somebody like J-Lo, who at the time wasn't even, I don't even think she was J-Lo yet. I think she was just like Jennifer Lopez. But you got somebody like J Lo who, you know what I'm saying, used to be a dancer, ended up becoming a singer, now she's becoming a movie star or or at least getting into movies and acting and stuff like that. And I think this is like the beginning of her rise. This is a great, you know what I'm saying, like beginning film for her.
0: And, dude, so listen to, listen to this, yo. So this is John Boyd, right? Yeah. So John Boyd got Heat, which come out in 95, which is a classic, uh-huh. right? Yep. So then you got the very first Mission Impossible in 96. Check uh-huh. out 97, my guy. He have Rosewood. You know what I'm saying? We yep. know about Rosewood. And the condo, yep. U-Turn. Most Wanted. And the Rainmaker. All came out the same year.
1: Mm. I don't know what, <laughs> what U is about. I've
0: I don't, I don't know Ranger about U turn I've
1: heard of um, most Wanted. But I ain't never heard U Yeah, and yeah,
0: you know and you you you're from a different time, you know about Rosewood. So Oh yeah,
1: absolutely. Rosewood was um uh, unfortunately the story wasn't a good story to make a movie yeah. about, but it was a great movie. Um, Ving Rain, um, Don Cheeto, yeah. and uh, Della Reese was in it. I mean, not Della Reese. Um, Neal was in it. Esther Rowe was in it. Esther Rowe, yeah.
0: Michael Rooker was in here. Robert Patrick mm-hmm. was in here. Yeah, they had a so they function down there, all star
1: cast. Yeah,
0: it was it was definitely it was definitely some people in there. Yeah, but oh sure, um, man
1: it was a um
0: that was a deep movie. Yeah, it it definitely was a deep movie. But um well yeah, like he he was, you know what I'm saying, he was on a run, man. And like I said, man, anytime a movie like Heat, where you got Robert De Niro, Val Kilmer, Al Pacino, you know what I'm saying, John Voigt kinda mm-hmm. get lost. You know what I'm saying in there when you know when you got those heavy hitters in there? So, Absolutely. uh, she asked the judge was in there, Amy uh, Brenderman was in that movie as well. Like, he uh-huh. did that joint, yo. He does that joint. Natalie Portman was in there, I ain't even remember her in there. Hank yo, Azaria I was in there.
1: To, I didn't get hit to Natalie Portman until um.
0: Star Wars. I mean, Natalie Portman was in some joints that I've seen, but like like she didn't like really like stand out to me because the the one thing about Natalie Portman was when I was younger, I used to get her confused with Carrie Midnightly.
1: Yeah. But Carrie
0: McKnightly. Yeah, but she, yeah, but was she had in Star Wars together. They did another joint together too. But I remember her in um uh, V for Vendetta. I remember watching yep. her in that, you know what I'm saying? Black Swan. Like uh like those joints. Because um, I remember like V for Vendetta was that that shit was wild, man. That oh was, man,
1: that when that a, when that dropped, oh my goodness! You talking about a great movie, bro? I had that on DVD. I had that on digital. I got that. Shit. I, I wanted to find the cassette. Like V for Vendetta is definitely a great movie.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that 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 was a wild movie. The concept of it, like yeah. all all of that shit, it just it just wasn't your normal, you know, what I'm saying type of movie. Right. But like, yeah, yeah. like that's when that's when I really kind of. Because, I mean, like, she was in Zoolander. But, like you said, like, she was nah, in a lot was. of... She, Zoolander she was, Star, she was in Star Wars heavy.
1: Yep, her and Karen Knightley. They was uh, supposed to play the same character.
0: Shit, they should be playing the same character. motherfucker, motherfuckers look just like... Absolutely. But, um... But, yeah, man. Um, Damn, I don't even know how we got on that. But, um... But, oh, we're talking about John Bort. But, like, John Bort was on. He was on a run, too, man. 97 was a big year for him as well. Um, Like, them putting this cast together. Because it wasn't a huge cast at all. Because this movie was really about. Because, I mean, even even the plot of the movie. Like, the plot of the movie is simple. But with it being as simple as it is, it was executed very well, in my opinion. Even though like right. just this one dude just really get on the boat and kinda take over, it's kinda like, yeah, all right. I don't really really see that happening, really. Um, I mean they did come up with a plan to tie his ass up and then dumbass girl gonna go over there fucking with him. And then he you know jumped up, you know what I'm saying, suffocated her ass with his they legs. Really,
1: they really should have just pushed his ass in the water.
0: Yeah. I don't time know why they put
1: him in the water. Good. I think
0: that I think they felt that he would catch up with them for some for some odd reason. But the thing is, they should have just killed his ass. That's
1: what I'm saying. Just tie him up and throw him in the water.
0: Yeah, like there was there was no reason to tie him up and leave him on a boat. And then and then it is fucked up. The first time they let Ice Cube drive the damn boat, he run that shit into a damn big ass rock and shit yeah <laughs> and they got to get their damn yeah. self loose like so, mean, why couldn't Westbridge run them into that damn damn uh rock
1: yeah
0: there's not some bull man <laughs> 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 uh, if he funny. ain't gonna
1: die he at least ain't gonna be able to drive a boat
0: hey yeah uh, man ran that shit but he came up with the plan to get them loose which did we didn't even know if it was gonna work or not because that damn tree knocked them loose so it didn't uh-huh. even matter They got the damn boat for nothing. Got Westbridge. You know what I'm saying? Caught up in the air in one of the coldest scenes in movie history, where that that damn snake caught his ass hanging from a tree. You know what I'm saying? And just snatched his ass up. Yeah, that was wild, man. (laughs) That's a cold. (laughs) That's a cold scene, dude. I'm telling you, I think that's what got me. You know what I'm saying? To even see that movie, yo.
1: Seeing that damn snake catch his ass
0: mid air. Come on
1: that on, shit man. was crazy. That might have been the best kill of the
0: movie. It definitely was the best kill of the movie. Cause I mean Gary, that, cause Gary just you know guy. he was trying to get on a boat. You know what I'm saying? And he snatched his ass up, killed Gary. Um, and even with them showing us the whole scene of when um John Boyd got caught up. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, y'all just showed us the inside of the mouth. That wasn't the greatest kill, though. Because right. he really kind of had him. you know what I'm saying, dead to right. It wasn't nothing that he could do. Well, like, West Ridge just thought, oh, I jumped from here. Oh, I'm good money. Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't think his ass was going to catch him mid-air and then roll him back up and get, like, come on, man. Yeah, that, that was definitely the best kill. That kill was like definitely. a Randy Moss hit. <laughs> He got mossed? <laughs> Oh man, mm-hmm. that's hilarious. The Anaconda Moss West Ridge. That's what's up. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Alright,
0: man. So let's
1: yeah. do this, man. Let's get into these fire flames, bro. Let's do it. Yoga fire. Yoga flame. Alright, man. So
0: what you got, bro? Um with the with the small cast that was, um, they did really good with that. All of those people was really, there was really on the come up at this time. Uh, well, except John Boyd. John Boyd been in the game for a very long time, but even, but even with, like, when you really think about John Boyd, dude, it's like some of his best work. I don't think a lot of his best work was really kind of before this. I didn't really see a lot of his movies before this. But, like, dude, uh-huh. he ended up doing Enemy of the State, motherfucking Varsity Blues. You know what I'm saying? Like, Pearl incredible. Harbor. You know what I'm saying? That, um, you know what I'm saying? He was in, um, he was in a Tomb Raider movie with his daughter. He was in Ali. Yep. He was Harry Cosell in in uh, in that. Like, you know what,
1: dude? I, I, think he, I think he has, like, the same kind of Um, he has, like, the same kind of acting lane that, like, Christopher Walken has, kind of. Like, it's legendary, but it's not, like, spoken about enough.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this this dude, he played Harry Gosell. He, um, he played motherfucking Adolph Rump. You know what I'm saying? This motherfucker played one of the
1: uh-huh. even though he was
0: racist but one of the you know what some people say one of the greatest coaches to coach college basketball you know what i'm saying absolutely so
1: Led Kentucky
0: yeah. To so yeah so um uh, so the uh what do you call it the cast was great um i thought the cinematography was was really really good i think they did uh-huh. a real phenomenal job with the snake. So, man, I'm, I'm going to give this movie a four. Like I say, the plot isn't, I don't think you need that much of a plot. Um, so it's not the greatest plot. It's not the greatest writing, but it was executed to the best of its ability. So I'm going to give it Absolutely. a
1: four. Absolutely. Nice. Um, I'm going to have to agree with you on that one, man. I'm going to give it a four. Um, the cast was dope with, you know I'm saying, getting a chance to see Ice Cube in another movie. Um, Not even that, just to see the, you know what I'm saying, the rise of J-Lo around this time. This is one of her most famous movies. This is one of her probably
0: best works. Oh, man, my man, I got cut up out of here. Um, So we we are giving the fire flames. He just said that he does agree with me with the four rating. And now we get them right, back.
1: back. Yeah, I'm back, man. My, my fault, man. Um. But like I was saying, John Boyd, you know what I'm saying, this is one of the ones that, you know, he's been in the – he got some, had some skin in the game around this time. So being able to see him um, in a movie like this, actually playing a villain, you know what I'm saying, I thought that was dope. Um, you know what I'm saying, the rest of the cast did a great job. The animatronic team um, did an amazing job with the snake, which, you know what I'm saying, to me, like I said, it made that, it made the movie that much better. Only because, you know what I'm saying, like I said, it's reminiscent of a Jurassic Park where, you know what I'm saying, you see the dinosaurs for the first time and it's really fucking you up. It's just like, oh, shit, especially the raptors, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think this is what made, like, everybody go raptor mania and raptor crazy um, seeing Jurassic Mm -hmm. Park. So seeing Anaconda, you know what I'm saying, and and, and seeing how the snake will move and how the snake was so fluid and, you know what I'm saying, it didn't look, you know what I'm saying, like choppy when you seen the snake. But it was actually moving like a fucking snake. That kind of added that fear in, in, into you for you to be able to watch this movie and have some type of thrill of suspense. So I thought they did a great job with that. Um, the writing was pretty good. It wasn't like a super in-depth story, but it did it did its job, especially for what the movie was about. So yeah, I'm going for
0: it. What's up? I ain't mad at it. So at all, let's man. go
1: ahead, man, and let's get into it with the coming soon. You ready?
0: Yes, sir. Let's do it. Coming soon to own on video and DVD. All
1: right, man. I know we got a treat before this week, man. What we got going on?
0: So, uh, for the loyal listeners, um, they already knew that this was coming. So, first and foremost, Mm -hmm. we appreciate y'all people who've been rocking with this podcast for a while. Um, But... The show has returned, and so we're going to give y'all, if I'm not mistaken, season six, episode one of Snowfall. You know what I'm saying? We do the every Friday episode. We give y'all a full breakdown. like We go episode for episode. So, you know what I'm saying? It comes out um, the day that we're recording. Um, It actually come out later on tonight. We're going to give y'all the episode this Friday. uh, Well, that comes out on Saturday. But yeah, man, I'm excited for this. Man, I I know some people have been killing the last season, they thought that some of the writing was kind of ridiculous. Um, but yeah, honestly, I think they're doing a really, really good job with this show. And I can't wait to see what they cooked up for the final season, man. We're gonna get a lot of answers, and uh, we're gonna get we finally gonna get the answer to see like what how this thing finish up because I'm interested to see the whole Teddy dynamic with, you know what I'm saying, with Franklin and Auntie and, mm-hmm. and Jerome and how, man, look, I'm I'm ready to see how this shit pans out, man. Um,
1: I'm eager as well, man, and especially because, you know, we've seen kind of like the falling out of the family. Not only that, we kind of seen, you know what I'm saying, Franklin and um, Teddy's relationship kind of crumble in a sense. Not only that, we kind of see Franklin in a different light. He's about to become a father. He got a family. He's pretty much trying to, you know what I'm saying, get everything right. Not to protect his immediate family, but his actual general family, you know, trying to make sure everybody else is good as well. Um, And then not only that, like, he's actually turned into, like, this really cold-hearted person, you know what I'm saying, throughout the last season. So I want to see how they kind of, you know what I'm saying, evolve him in this one to see where kind of where he goes. You know what I'm saying? I honestly think that this is going to end up with Franklin going to jail. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I think that he's going to he's gonna go down for this one for sure. But um, I'm excited to see where the writers take it. The writers have done a great job. They've done an amazing job, I'm sorry, um, with this show. So, yeah, this is going to be pretty good, man. This is the last season, so hopefully they go out with a bang. Yes, sir. Let's do it. Yeah, man. So um listen, if you guys liked Anaconda, if you didn't like Anaconda, if that big ass snake scared you, or if you was like, hey man, you know what I'm saying? John Voight was a piece of shit, hit us up, let us know on the social, um, on Twitter and Instagram at View 9 Pod. You can also um hit us up on Facebook at VA Pod Watch Group. Um also, you know what I'm saying? If you want to follow me. Hit me up on Twitter, at Schools Bronson. I got a link to in my bio. You can find me everywhere else there. Um, okay. So, we're continuing to have technical difficulties. So, just bear with us.
0: S-Dot joining back in.
1: And he's back. So, S-Dot, tell them folks where to find you, bro.
0: And y'all can find me at S-Dot 8 on Instagram and on Twitter. At 28 Minutes or Less Pod. That's just on IG. Um, keep a lookout for the 28 Minutes or Less. Got something special coming up for y'all. So be on the lookout for the next episode. And uh, That's all I got, man.
1: Cool, man. Um, So, yo, with that being said, thank you guys for your support. Thank you guys for tuning in and listening. And as always, we couldn't do this without you, but until the next episode, you know how they say it, man. Just like in Hollywood, that's the wrap
0: could